Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's another episode of Bragging Rights. I'm your host, Phoebe, along with my co-host here, Joe. Hey, Joe, how are you going? How are you doing tonight? I can't even speak. <laughs> Sound like you had a rough commute. You know, the thing is, I I got to my bus stop. It was the bus was supposed to come at six forty-seven. That one never came, so I got on the bus around seven o two. So I was like, man, I could have worked another thirty minutes. <laughs> No, not really. Probably another fifteen. But anyways, um, how was your day? Eh, it was a, it was a day. Eh, let's put it that way. It wasn't great, but it wasn't too bad. Well, <laughs> that's great. Well, we Thank only you. got an hour tonight, so let's just get to it. I haven't even had a chance to look at the schedule for this upcoming week, but let's talk about the Mariners real quick, though. Um, we are playing right now. I don't know what the score is. I haven't had a chance uh, to look. I'm almost afraid to look. Uh, should I be afraid to look? No, not right now you shouldn't be afraid to look. It looks Iwakuma's doing well. The score is zero to zero, but we, <laughs> at least we already have a hit or two, and so I don't know. It, Iwakuma just had a really great inning. He just uh, got got into a little bit of trouble and pitched his way out of it. So when I just left now uh, the TV, the, uh, the Mariners were back up to bat. It is kind of disappointing to see the amount of uh, Blue Jays fans in the stands again. <clears throat> but, you know. You know, honestly, though, here. honestly, if the Houston Astros series had gone a different way, I think I don't think it I don't think it would have mattered. I think that the I think that I think more would have shown Jays up. Fans, I think the Blue Jays fans already had their tickets before this weekend even came up. They Well, I'm sure they did. I, I believe that I, I believe that a lot of people in Vancouver uh already had their tickets purchased and we're looking forward to a week a full week in Seattle. I mean, if you're going to take the week or the day off to come down to Seattle from Vancouver, you might as well go go see all three games, right? You might as well just yeah. make it a week in Seattle and enjoy it. <clears throat> I so so I, I uh, actually be there tomorrow night as well. Oh, I'm sure they are. My uh, I had an opportunity to spend some time with my godmother. Um, a few like oh, man, it's uh, I think it was Wednesday. No. Yeah, yeah, and um, it was it was so much fun, and uh, sh- she's a Toronto Blue Jays fan, so we were oh, joking really? around a lot. And um, but she's she has a last laugh for right now. But I'm really I'm really hoping that we just win out this series and 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 give ourselves a chance. And, and you know what's well, going to be a heartbreaker is if we come back down to. Fighting, 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 and it comes down to one game again. 
you know, you always think about all those one, uh, that one game or that one game. The, the, the sad part is there's so many games that could have gone our way had things gone a particular way. I mean, it's, you always play those things a little bit in your head. you got to let it go after a while. But it's just so difficult when we're, we can taste it. And yet it's like it, it's just a little bit frustrating. It's been incredibly frustrating. And I just – my friend who's been a, a long-time Mariners fan along with me, she's just it, – it, it's just that feeling of like, oh, I've been here – We've been here. It's okay, and it's not okay. It's not okay. I want to hope, and I want to believe, and I, I just, it's so. It's yeah. It's disappointing. It's disappointing right now. Yeah. But, well, one what game can at I time, say? Right? One series at a time, and you know, just gotta gotta come away with a victory tonight, and and then we'll see from there. Yeah, you know, who knows. Yeah, who knows? It's, it's, you know, that's that's the burden of a Seattle sports fan. You have to live through it all and uh, you have to be prepared for the pain, the letdown, but you have to be there, you know, in, in heart and in spirit for the team, I guess. And we can just hope, right? Yeah. We can just hope. <laughs> we can just hope. There's not much more we can do. It's true. I mean, you could, but I, as you can tell, just by my voice, I mean, it's. I I'm just emotionally it's get draining. so involved. It's emotionally yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I I'm, I'm emotionally involved, and obviously, it doesn't destroy my life or anything. I mean, I have that at least still in perspective. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, this is not make it or break it of my life. But it's still something I care about, and it just it when when you've seen them fight throughout the whole season, and you just don't want them to fall short. You just don't want to. I, I just feel like there, this this year was supposed to end a little bit more fairy tale. I mean, it's it would be a great uh, tip of the hat to Ken Griffey Jr. and um, and just to this, and to this, obviously, to this fan base that has stayed faithful despite never having a World Series appearance. <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. But then t- talking about football, well, that didn't—that's <laughs> not necessarily a, a happy hip, hip hip hooray kind of situation either. No, um, not really. But it, but... it was—it uh, <laughs> was tough. And, you know, we we knew going in that it was going to be difficult. Yep. Um, and to, yes, we did. You know, I try I try not to make excuses, and I try not to uh, point to things that were outside of the team's control. But it seemed like a lot of things went uh, against against the team in Los Angeles. Uh, you know, there were things stacked up against them that they could not overcome. Hey, looky there. I believe it's two to nothing Mariners. Yes, <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. Yay. Yay. That makes me so happy. Yeah. That makes me so happy. I don't know exactly what happened. It looks like uh, I can't see exactly who who did what. 
but it is now two to nothing. Come on, Mariners. Let's. I mean, let's let's grind this out. Here's the yep. thing. Um, some yep. of those things really. Those. Can I tell you how many uh, PIs or pass interferences there were that were called that just aggravated the living daylights out of me? To me, they were they were terrible calls. Dude, it's so but, so frustrating. But in the end. So so I, many. Cannot, can I just say? This? I know, but can you I just say this though? Blame the referee. You cannot. Blame but can the I just say this though? As can a you team, just you have to overcome them. <laughs> I hear you, but how can you continue to overcome when they literally every stinking play where they gained so much yardage? That Tyler Lockett catch was so beautiful to me. It was so beautiful to me, and for it to be just called back. There's so many, so many amazing catches that were called back. Don't tell me that didn't kill momentum. They put us so far behind, it so far behind schedule. Like, but if those were not called, I mean, we would have just been tracking. And I don't even think I felt like they were being tick attack. Like, I don't know if it's just because it's you know the first game with the Rams and they just wanted the Rams to have a more successful outing than they had against the 49ers in their home field for the first time I don't know I'm not saying that there's a conspiracy theory I'm just saying that it was just really frustrating to watch some of that go down the way that it did and obviously people will think that the offense I mean and everybody's complaining about the offense obviously because of how everything went down but well I know yeah. that we're an end result kind of fan base, and, and any well anybody is really, I suppose. And people want the end results, but when it comes down to it, there were so many good plays that happened. It just didn't result in a touchdown, and that's the frustrating part. They moved the ball really well in a lot of parts, a lot of the parts in that game, but when it came down to actually converting it into a touchdown, that didn't happen, and that was frustrating. But I felt like they were—they really had so many things against them. The odds were stacked against them. There were so many things. But you're right. There's no excuses. This is the second time in Russell Wilson's era that the team has not had a lead, and 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 for the second time, it's the Rams that did it. And it's just frustrating. Just frustrating. Yeah. Well, it's got to put it in the rearview mirror um, for what it was. They got to go back. And if if Jermaine Effetti is not going to be available this week, we the team has to find a way to either get the ball out quicker or protect Russell Wilson. We know that he doesn't have the mobile mobility right now to protect himself. So, I mean, the game plan has to be a little bit creative. You, you know, they have to find – extra ways to protect with uh, fullbacks, halfbacks, tight ends, whatever, to get plays, uh, positive plays to uh, to occur out there. Uh, they, the offensive line needs to, needs to get together and become much more effective running the ball. Um, and I think – you know, from what we've seen, Kristen Michael is the hot hand right now. Um, he seems to be <laughs> the more effective. He's the more effective running back right now. I, I, you know, it seems, I don't know, maybe Thomas is a little hesitant. I'm not sure. Maybe he's a little banged up. 
for the, for the, I think he still is. Um, I don't sure. I don't know if he's 100% confident with his body right now and where he's at in his recovery. He doesn't quite have the explosion. Uh, but the right-hand side of that offensive line needs to get it together. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm biased, and I've been biased since training camp, and you know I have, that uh, I'm not a gigantic fan of Jamarcus Webb. But right now, Jamarcus Webb is all we have on the right-hand side. Uh, if Odiombo's not ready, Jamarcus Webb has got to be the guy. And during that last game, I'm not a huge fan of what, what Gary Gilliam was able to accomplish at right tackle. And I'm not a huge fan of what was going on at left tackle, but uh, we've got to we we have to find a way to score some points, and we have you know it, all we need is twelve points. The defense is only <laughs> going to give up nine or ten. We just need twelve, and we were unable you know unable this weekend to come up with ten points. Now, ten points wins that game. One touchdown wins that game. Yeah, uh, it's it's frustrating, but you know, moving forward, we have a team coming in that is better than we thought they were. In the last two games, they I mean they put put up good points against the Carolina Panthers. So to to go into this weekend thinking this is any kind of easy game is ridiculous. Um, looking forward. You know, I, we we don't have much time to talk about matchups and blah 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 blah. But uh, yeah, that to forty. This is not a gimme. This is uh, this, this is one we need though. We need it. Yeah. No. I, it's nothing is a gimme. Nothing is a gimme, in um in football. I mean, you got to fight yeah. for everything. I'm doing my show. <laughs> well, now the uh, whole audience knows you're doing your show. You're doing I'm your doing show. Doing the show. It's <laughs> like like I come in here for anything else. <laughs> well, oh, you have um, like a designated room for this. I have to, yeah, to get away from the dog. You guys don't want the uh, dog all the time, do you? <laughs> well, once in a while, no, once I, in a blue moon. I, I have an office. Oh. Fancy. Whatever. Yeah, fancy. <laughs> but no, I mean, yes. When it comes down to it, there's no gimme in any with anything. You you have to fight for it. You have to go for it. And um I mean I don't think I don't think any players takes a team for granted. I think maybe I fan, think fans do. I think fans sometimes go, oh, that that's, that's not going to be a hard it, game you know if we're and, out and on the field. Anything, and more than anything, that's when I'm kind of thinking. If, if people outside of the team think that this is going to be some kind of easy game just because it's the 49ers, you know, it's it's NFC West and it's personal. So, you know, they're going to bring their A game as well. And right now we don't have an A game. <laughs> yeah, Unfortunately, that's if true. We, if we could get our B game, we'd be okay. But right now, everybody, you know, coming out of that game, you've got a lot of question marks of people that are banged up. You know, you've got Doug Baldwin. Injury, to, injury to Doug Baldwin, injury to Tyler Lockett. 
Um, Thomas Rawls. Thomas Rawls is dinged up. Uh, Quentin Jefferson was dinged up a little bit. I mean, the defense has been outstanding. And Russell's still banged up. So, I mean, he's going to – we're going to find out tomorrow. He's going to play. There's no way he's not going to play. But the injury report will be out tomorrow. And I expect all four of them – those people to be on that list as well. And then maybe some we don't know about. I don't know. I was kind of wondering uh, if they wouldn't make a move for a third down back if C.J. Procise can't go. I was kind of wondering if C.J. Procise couldn't go, maybe they reach out for take a look at C.J. Spiller or somebody like that, um, bring him in and take a look. I know they did bring in Kerwin Williams to take a look, but that's usually, you know, Tuesdays is basically a workout day for most teams. Everybody looks at what's on the market on Tuesdays, so they usually bring in four to five people and have them work out just to see where they're at and keep an eye on people. So they did look at Kerwin Williams, which he's, I think he, his last stop was with the Bills, I think. But he would be a third down option. If C.J. Procise can't go, and we we talked about it before. We really didn't have a third down option. It was going to be, you know, either Kristen Michael or or Alex Collins. And I don't know. Alex Collins hasn't been that impressive, but that's a lot on the offensive line as well. Yeah, I I just I don't know. A part of me is. Uh, has been emotionally exhausted by our teams um, that I almost can't wrap my head around some of the things. I will tell you this on a different note, not our teams, on a different note, I absolutely love the Green Bay Packers versus Minnesota Vikings game. I thought that was a really good game. And um, I felt like for the first time Sam Sam Bradford got an opportunity to show what he could have been had he been healthy during the years that he's played with, what, the the Rams and, and, and the Eagles. Philadelphia. I, I just, yeah. Well, so, <laughs> I, I felt like he forward, did. They have, they have problems And as Stephon well. Diggs. Gosh. Yeah, man. well. That's insane. He's insane. Yep, round draft pick, so, yep. Um, you know, they're going to have their own issues now. They've lost Adrian Peterson for a while. I don't even know. You know, he's got a meniscus tear. It might be the whole season. So now they're going to go with uh, – they'll be in the market probably for a running back as well. Probably go with Asiata or Asiata this weekend. But they'll probably be looking for depth uh, out there on the market. So, you know. Moving forward, they got a they've got a tough one this week. They, they uh, it's the Vikings against the Panthers, and that's going to be a good good game. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I was just I was just thinking about some other stuff. <laughs> Sorry, um, I'm not I am not made for for night shows. That's for sure. <laughs> And not yeah, after, well, like, super I, long I, I days. You, uh, I'm a, yeah, it's been a long day probably for you, but I have to – I'm um, 
not going to be available during the weekend because I'm going to Spokane Friday morning to spend the whole weekend. Oh, is that where you're heading off to? Yeah, I'm going. My friend is uh, once again headlining the Spokane Comedy Club. Anybody in Spokane that's currently listed, go to the Spokane Comedy Club this weekend and see Ian Bag doing four shows, two on Friday, two on Saturday. Uh, Well, actually, there's one on Thursday as well. But we're going to drive down on Friday and spend the weekend in Spokane, me and my wife, and hang out with our friend. So I was going to take him to the game with me on Sunday, but unfortunately he broke his he broke his foot about a month ago, so it's going to be kind of a burden for him to go. So my auntie and my other cousin are going to go in our place. But I won't be available to call in from Spokane or or I'd be stuck in a hotel room somewhere. So I thought we'd try and get this out of the way as quick as possible. Yeah. So let's let's talk about who uh, performed really well last week in our group. Um, I believe the top of the leaderboard for this week's bragging rights and the bragging rights groups belongs to none other than Phoebe and Mommy Unit, uh, also known as Red Rum, and I believe there's one more on the list. I think it might have been Therald Simon Says was the third. I believe you guys came in with 10 correct for this week. Was that nice. Right? I'm, I'm going to go yeah. there right now and see. I think both, all three of you came in with 10 correct um I did not get the bottom. Oh, there's a super shout-out this week for, I hope I pronounced this right, David Stobbs uh, came in this week with the worst performance, the absolute dead last in picks. I believe he got three correct (laughs) out of all those games. So he (laughs) put himself behind the eight ball quite a bit. Uh, Had a rough week, picked a lot of upsets, so he struggled. I believe I came in ahead of Bobby and Chicken and Green, so um, having a one-game lead on you last week, you made it up and gained two on me this week. So I think you nice. Yeah, I must. Have I, got, I, it's nice to see that 10. I am. Yeah, you I see myself now. I there, I like seven. it. I. Uh, I. I do have the podcast. Well, I do have a complaint, but only it's my fault. But I did pick the uh, Kansas City Chiefs to win, but somehow did not go back in and change it in the Pick'em group. So I actually would have gotten eight, but I forgot to change it. So if you don't, if you don't change it, you don't get it right. So, but I know on the podcast I picked uh, Houston to beat Kansas City. But I got it. I, um, let's see. I I'm going through here. Um trying to I feel like I'm gonna go with a lot of home games. This week. Um Yeah. I feel like I'm gonna go with yeah, a lot of home games. That's here. why I felt too. Um if you want to we can get into that. Um well, I'm just going through uh, it right listen. now. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go through it right now, and I know, I, um, I know a couple of you. Yeah, well, uh, let's go ahead and uh, 
call the games out as you go through them. Okay. Well, well Thursday is the Texans at the Patriots. Okay, so right? this one, um, see, I always say that they, as long as they have Belichick, um, they're all good. But man, you're talking about third string at this point, quarterback. Yep, it's Jacoby Brissett uh, on Thursday night with a short week for preparation. So that's the, that's the Sunday. only thing that makes me hesitant to say what. <laughs> that's the only thing that makes me hesitant. Um, and I believe that on a short week of preparation, I'll I would lean towards the stronger defensive team, and I think that that kind of lends favor to the Texans. So I picked the Texans to go on the road and beat the Patriots. See. I feel like the Texans make the most sense to choose. Uh, just just common sense seems to lean that way. But I'm just going to go and say I can, I never count Belichick out. I just, I just okay. can't. And not at home. I'm just going to go with the Patriots, even though I feel like logically a third-string guy. I mean, what does that say if a third-string guy can still win? Like, <laughs> but anyways, um, but I'm just gonna go there. Uh, well, so the next one is it's, it's, it's a ha- third it, it's a third string guy can step up and give the same performance that Garoppolo and Brady had been capable of. Then it's really a system thing, right? Then then Brady is and more I really do feel a, like it's a, system a result thing. of the system. Well, every, here's the thing. This is the, the fight I have with people when people are like, oh, he's a product of the system. Every thinking player is a product of their system. In the that, sense well, of every team they, is a system. Yeah, so if it, just because a guy excels in that system doesn't make him less of a player. Every, no. every player plays within a system. If they are not playing within their system, they should not be playing in that system. In, in, in with that team, then that team is failing that quarterback if they don't know how to utilize that that quarterback properly. So I, I think that is just a cop-out for people whenever they just want to dismiss a person's ability to play the quarterback position. But anyways, um, let's go to the next one. The next one is Cardinals versus Bills. And I I feel bad because I've given up on the Bills in a lot of ways. Well, I've given I'm choosing up as well, and there's no, <laughs> there's no way I would pick to win this game, even though they're the home team. So if they find a way somehow to wake up and beat the Cardinals, well, that'd be a benefit to us. But I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I chose the Cardinals not because I want them to win, but just because I do think they're going to win. I just don't have any. In the same way, I have a lot of faith in what Belichick can produce. I have no faith in what Rex Ryan can produce. Um, it's just, and plus they're 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 in their own place of transition right now. So I'm just choosing the Cardinals. Another team. Okay, this one is another one that's difficult. Broncos versus Bengals. Um, Bengals at home. Broncos. Um, I, I know that they, they have some defensive guys in the Broncos that are hurt, or it was, it was just the Marcus Ware. But anyways, my point is, oh gosh, I chose the Bronc, I chose the Broncos, but really it could be the Bengals. Oh. I, What's I, your thought? I, I chose the Bengals in this because I think this is what uh, Simeon's first start 
outside of uh, uh, Denver. So it might be his first on-the-road experience. So maybe there's a little difference in how he plays. Uh, I feel like the Bengals have played both their games really tough. They had a tough, tough game against the Steelers. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and pick the Bengals to win at home versus the Broncos. Okay. You know, I mean, I'm going to be honest. None of my picks feel str- like very strong. I mean, yeah, some it's, some yeah, do, yeah, it's hard, but it's hard some don't. Get, uh, it's hard to get a gauge on things. But, you know, come a couple of them feel like you know they're the wise choice. Uh, they they're almost no brainers. But uh, what's the next one? Yeah. Oh, the next one is Browns and Dolphins, and it's kind of a funny thing to me. They're both 0-2, and I cannot put two more d- different teams that have 0-2 as these two to me in my mind. I feel like Dolphins are much stronger than their record suggests versus – I mean, it's, a, a Browns 0-2 is not the same as a Dolphins 0-2 to me, and so I chose the Dolphins. Well, the, the Browns are on their third quarterback. Uh, <laughs> Already, they are right. They, they <laughs> week one they lost uh, Robert Griffin. Week two they lost Josh McCown. So now Both they're shoulders. going with Cody Kessler, Cody Kessler, and they're bringing in Charlie Whitehurst. So and man, that man has a, a backup job for life. They had two tough games: one against Seattle, starting in Seattle, and then going to uh, New England to uh, play in the second game. So. I, you're right. I think the Dolphins are a much better team than Owen Tube tells you. And so I'd look for the Dolphins to get off the schneid and beat the Browns. The Browns, I mean, Hugh Jackson is just, I, I'm, you know, game three and you're already down to uh, waiver wire quarterbacks. Yeah. The, the Cleveland Browns quarterback situation in the last 20 years is just ridiculous. Yeah. You yeah. think they're regretting it's not pathetic. taking Carson Wentz right now? Well, let me talk. We'll talk about Carson Wentz. I think people need to slow their roll on that guy. I, I Only- understand slow your roll, but the Browns were sitting right there at number two, and all they had to do was just take him. You know. What, what, what number was he picked at? He was picked at number two. The Browns traded it away to to the. Oh, to the Eagles. Got it. And, got it, and, got it. And got a bunch of draft picks and drafted 14 players, but, you know, 14 players and no quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they thought they fixed it with RG3 and Josh McCown, and now they're down to Cody Kessler. And and <laughs> and they're starting Cody Kessler over Charlie Whitehurst because he's not ready yet. So I'm taking the Dolphins, definitely. If I was to – if I was to call it a log of the week, I think the Dolphins over the Browns would be it. I agree. Um, then Lions versus Packers, I chose the Packers here simply because I think they were frustrated by the Minnesota Vikings game. Uh, there's a lot of obvious um, division rivalry, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, um, I think this game will be closer than than – would have we would have thought in the past. Um, the Lions, I, I don't know what happened. So they 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 started out uh, very well against the Titans, and then and 
and let the Titans come back into that game. And, and you know, the, the Lions could have easily been 2-0, and but, you know, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers as well. Then it's Raiders versus, versus Titans. And the thing is, you know, I love me some Raiders in the sense of I just feel like it's going to be a strong year for them. But I, I, I'm going to choose the home team here. I'm going to choose Tennessee um, to take the Raiders on this particular one. I, You know what? I think I picked the Titans to win this game. I think. I'm not sure. But the Raiders' defense is, you know, for as, as good as they we thought they would be going into this season, they're giving up a lot of points. So, and and the Titans are playing good defense and running the ball. So, I like the the Titans at home against the Raiders. Until the Raiders can prove that they can play some defense, I mean, they've had two teams score over thirty in every game that they played. So, they got to play a little defense down there. Yeah. Well, okay. So the next one's Vikings and Panthers. I, man, I, I actually, re- I'm really liking the Vikings, uh, but I am going to choose the, the Panthers on this one, though I'm a little bit more torn. I, I, I just kind of feel like the this is kind of the Vikings year. I think they, they, I, I think they can actually take their division this year. To be honest, I, you know, there's, there's a very good chance that the Vikings will take their divisions. Um, but I also take the – I'm taking the Panthers at home. Uh, you know, right now they've, they've played as well as they – you know, they're, what, one and one. But they played well in the first game against Denver. and We'll see, though. That Vikings-Panthers game, is, is that's a playoff preview for sure. Yeah. I want to say, yeah. I want to see how the Vikings do uh, without – Adrian Peterson. So I, I know that they've I mean, been successful but what, in the past I mean, Adrian wasn't like, but Adrian wasn't a big yes. factor on on Sunday no. on on Sunday night. So we, I feel like we did kind of see what it looked like. Now, mind you, he became a non-factor during the game, and so obviously maybe yeah, there's so not as it much. Wasn't game uh, planned. Yeah, it wasn't game planned, and now it has to be game planned. But I just feel like it's not as detrimental or as over uh, for them um, without Adrian Peterson, I feel like they're going to do fine, to be honest. Uh, the defense will carry them as long as they, you know, as long as they can not turn the ball over, which can be a problem with Sam Bradford sometimes. But, um, yeah, it's going. I think that's the game of the week to watch for sure. Yeah. Uh that will be fun. Um, let's see. The next one would be Redskins versus, Redskins versus Giants. I chose the Giants for this one. I chose. The I mean, Giants again, I well told you a lot well. of a lot, a lot of, of home teams, of course. A lot uh, of home the teams. The Giants had the Giants have uh, a really nice group of wide receivers right now. Uh, I spoke about Sterling Shepard uh, either week one or week two. But along with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and Victor Cruz coming back, um, the Giants have some really nice wide receivers. So I mean, the Giants getting out the gate at three and zero, they're starting to build some momentum. 
Um, and it's weird. The Redskins are uh, – there's some clamoring uh, about people not getting along or not uh, questioning uh, Kirk Cousin and, and and the way that he went about the last game. So, I mean, they're three games in, and they're already having issues in the locker room, supposedly. You know, there's rumors about that. So, I'm going to go ahead and take the Giants. I think Eli and, and that offense is uh, is up to the task, especially at home. Yeah, I the next one. You know, I can't, I probably should switch it to the Ravens, but the Ravens versus the Jaguars. Um, I chose the Jaguars just because they're home. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna stick with the Jaguars. They need to win, and so maybe this is more of a hopeful Gus needs to keep his job kind of pick, but. <laughs> He needs to keep his job, and he needs to show that this team has making progress. I'm I'm choosing a win at home for the Jaguars. My I, reasoning uh, is not necessarily the best, but it is what it is. Yeah, well, I took the Ravens. Um, That's probably the smarter I've choice. Burnt, I've been burnt with the Jaguars twice already this season. I picked them over. I, I picked them week one against the Packers, and I picked them – Week two, and uh, week two was ter- well against the what was that the Falcons? Yeah, and they I don't, did not show yeah. up. Man, I think it was the Falcons. Oh, hold on, let me double check. Nope, against the Chargers, they did not even show up, and and, and the Chargers just totally surprised me. So. I'm uh, I'm done <laughs> taking the bets on the Jaguars for a little while. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Ravens. Okay, so hopefully my bet works out for me this time. <laughs> there you go. Anyways, <laughs> uh, the Rams versus the Buccaneers. Um, I am choosing the Buccaneers on this one simply because uh, I think after the brow beating that they experienced, I, I feel like they want to show – that that was an aberration. I think uh, what I think is is emotionally, uh, the Rams spent a lot of everything they want to do in the season last week, and as they always do, they'll go and they'll go on the road and put a stinker together uh, in Tampa. So yeah, I, I'd like for Tampa to come back and and pick itself back up after a tough loss. Um, but I think the Rams are going to look terrible. Because they, their entire season, it seems, to be, you know, beat the Seahawks. Okay, we did that. Now what? It doesn't matter. The season's over. Um, you know, that that offense wasn't that good. We just didn't, yeah, we didn't, you know, they only put up nine points up against it. So I'm going to take Tampa to bounce back after that shellacking they took from Arizona. I always feel like whenever somebody gets shellacking, like you said, they. They come back. Focus. They come back. Well. Not be so embarrassed. 
Well, here's the thing. Who's got more embarrassed, the 49ers or the Seahawks? No, I'm just kidding. The 49ers put up a good amount of points. It just wasn't enough. Um, So here's the thing, 49ers versus Seahawks. Obviously, I'm going to always choose my Seahawks. Uh, But it's going to be a battle. I mean, everybody in the NFC West right now is 1-1. We're all on an even playing field. So no one has taken the lead. No one has taken, you know – Nobody is ahead of anybody on, uh, uh, right now. So I'm I'm just calling it for the Seahawks to get an opportunity to get ahead in here. Um, wow. I just, you know, I just you, want, I, you don't want to hear what I you don't want to hear what I got to say. Are you choosing the Forty ers uh, No, Iwakuma got run out of this game. Why? It's five. Why? To two. What? Five to. Two. It's five to two Toronto and Nick Vincent. <laughs> yeah, so so Iwakuma oh, got run no. out of this game. How how did it go from that that escalated quickly? It's six to two. That yeah. really escalated quickly. What in the world happened? Oh, Michael Saunders Homers. Oh <sighs> Saunders. Why you gotta break my heart like that? I love Saunders, so I'm not going to lie. So (laughs) I I really love Saunders. Well, anyway, back to, okay, now where are we at? We're at 49ers? Yeah. I thought you were complaining about the 49ers. I thought that's what it meant. No. No. What game were we on? We were were just talking about the Seahawks, 49ers and Seahawks, and obviously I'm going to choose the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going to choose the Seahawks as well. Um, I mean that's kind of a given. Tough. It's going to be physical. It's going to be a seventeen to twelve game, something like that. But, Gosh, um, can we move beyond just the, the the the? Can we have some twos up in the front of our scores, like twenty one or well, something? Well, like I mean, the defense needs to get some turnovers, and the offense needs to cash in on those turnovers. Um, yeah, can I t- say I miss that about our defense? I understand yeah. it's about the rhythm of the game, and you can't, you know, it's not always going to be there. But I mean, my word, yeah. how how long of a drought are we going to go for in I mean, regards to that? And the thing is, is how many times will the ball bounce loose and then bounce back to the team that dropped it? Uh, I mean, how many close interceptions have we seen? Uh, or fumbles that bounce right back to the other team. Uh, it's just crazy. All right, so yeah. what's next? Chargers versus Colts. And here's the thing. Uh, Colts are 0-2. I'm not gloating. But I <laughs> – but anyways, I, I, I do feel like the Colts do want to win uh, at home. Um, so I'm going to give it to the Colts for this particular I'm not. One. I'm not. I'm putting them at 0-3. I'm taking the Chargers. I got beat with the Chargers last week, and they found a way to win. Um, I know I'm late uh, throwing this name out there, and it's already been proposed by a lot of people, but keep your eye on Tyrell Williams um, in Keenan Allen's place. I think he's going to become Phillip Rivers' new favorite target other than Antonio Gates. Um I think the Chargers are going to go in and beat the Colts because the Colts don't run the ball and they don't have a defense. And, you know, you're just not going to win the games. 
if you're trying to outscore everyone like that all the time. So I'm going to take the Chargers. All right. Well, Jets versus Kansas City. I chose Kansas City. Um, I love I am going uh, to... Go ahead. Go ahead. No. no. You love what? I, I mean, I, I, I love uh, what... I feel like the New York Jets will be this year. I just think that Kansas City in Kansas City is going to just have a stronger showing personally. I mean, that's a great home field advantage kind of situation for them. Well, Are you there? The reason, yeah, I'm here. The reason I'm going to choose the Jets is because the Kansas City offensive line is banged up a little bit. So I'm gonna take uh take that that Jets defensive front against the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they'll stop Spencer Ware and make it put it on Alex Smith so he has to throw to win the game and that's gonna kinda play into the Jets uh game plan. So I'm gonna take the Jets on the road. Jeez. I mean we, we are vastly different this week. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, though. I mean, Alex Smith is a mobile quarterback as well. Yes. It's not like, it's not like there isn't a threat on his side. Um, he's really speedy, too. Um, but anyways, that's neither here yeah, nor there. Okay. Seahawks nightmare, so. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Steelers, Steelers versus Eagles. Okay, this is one where I am just going to say my piece. I'm choosing the Steelers here. I don't feel – I mean, I understand all the love for Wentz, but he hasn't faced anybody – any team that's amazing. I mean, the Browns, the Bears, come on now. So I feel like the Steelers are going to be the first real test for this kid, and I don't think yep. he's going to pass. Sorry. Yeah, he's not going to pass this test. Yeah, he's going to end up having – If he does, then you know he's going to be on the lips of everybody. Yeah, but uh, the Steelers – yeah, to me it's going to the Steelers walk away with his hands down. What, that puts the Steelers right. at three and zero. Oh man, that's a good start. Yeah. So now we got the Bears and the Cowboys. I choose the Cowboys. I am not. I am not picking the Bears right now. The Bears have the inside track to be the worst team in the league. <laughs> um, the Bears over are the, in the running. Over the Browns. Yes. All right. Did you Did you see the amount of players that the Bears lost yesterday? They lost their quarterback. They lost uh, oh, they one did of their best passers. You know, what well, for at least a couple of weeks? He's got really? a broken or a, a sprained finger or thumb. Um, they mm-hmm. lost Lamar Houston to an ACL. They lost. Oh uh, yeah, wait a minute. Yes, I did see the long list of <laughs> injuries. Yeah, they, for they, them. they had a bunch of bang ups, and and <laughs> I don't think they had the depth in the in the beginning to even even. Uh, yeah, so right now they're it's between the Browns and the Bears who ends up with Deshaun Watson or Lamar Jackson. Those are probably the two quarterbacks that they're they're playing for. So yeah, give me the Cowboys. I don't want it, but uh the Cowboys are gonna have two and one. You know what? I just realized that um I didn't know there was a tiebreaker section. <laughs> and so yeah, I never know. I I never did one and I could have had a tiebreaker with with uh um with mommy, with mommy. unit and uh 
and uh, the I Love Fajitas guy. So, anyways. No, I Love Fajitas didn't score as many as you this week. And he was, yeah, uh, but, oh, he, is it only a tiebreaker for the week? He's only yeah. a tiebreaker for the week. Tiebreaker okay. for the week. Yeah, he was he was one below. That's Danny Kelly too. Um, ah. And he was one. He, you guys caught up with him this week. He had a nice. one or two game lead on you. And look at you the are, ladies getting the top spots. I love it. Oh, like, like I didn't know that. <laughs> Mommy Unit beat both us and mo- both me and Danny Kelly last year. <laughs> like uh, okay, I didn't know so it the, was coming. <laughs> you knew it was coming. All right. Last but not least, Falcons versus Saints. I'm gonna take the Falcons. Uh the Saints can't beat they can't stop nobody. So right now, if they don't start playing defense, they're not gonna win games. I'm gonna take the Falcons. Um gosh. You know, they're wasting Drew Brees last few years of his career by not being able to um eight runs in the fourth inning. Okay, stop talking. What? Alright, I'll stop talking. Oh my word. Yeah. Oh I'm ill. I'm ill. It's over. No, I can't speak like that. I can't speak like that. I never speak like that. I never give up. Oh God. This is so disturbing. All right. But anyways, uh, I just feel like when it comes down to it, that I wish that they wouldn't waste what Drew Brees has left in his career by not giving him, like, making – I mean, he works, and then it's for not. It's nothing. It's for nothing because they let him – it's – I don't know. It's frustrating, I'm sure, for Saints fans to see. What? Did they add more? They scored. No, they've got eight runs. You know how many outs we have? One. What? One. They still got two more outs to get. Oh goodness. <laughs> I thought we were not. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. All right. Um. So. Yeah. So we got what? Ten minutes left. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to end on a sour note. Oh, what? Terrible. I mean, okay, this is this is this is kind of, you know, life as a as a Seattle fa- fan, you know. <laughs> There's going to be heartbreak inevitably. Yeah. Uh but you know what? As quick, I mean, as sad as some of these moments are, we can bounce back and have an amazing week the following week. Even though time is running out for the Mariners and tonight's brow beating so far could be a setup for an amazing comeback, who knows, if it's still in them. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Why did you laugh? Get, Let me I'm hope go a little bit. All right, I'm going to go get some sleep. Yeah. Because uh, I'm dreaming. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know I'm so, dreaming. <laughs> I don't know. We should be back on the regular schedule next week. Uh, we'll see how uh, how the weekend shakes out. 
it's going to be some interesting news come tomorrow after practice. Uh, I believe oh, there were some moves made today. I believe they brought Casey Williams back. Um, and I think they brought Casey Williams. I don't know if they brought him back to the 53 or not, but uh, Ty Smith was released from the practice squad, and I believe Michael Ola was also released from the practice squad. So, there, unfortunately, due to the injuries, there's going to be some little, there's going to be some juggling, and juggling like this early in the season can sometimes leave someone exposed to waivers that you don't want. So. I mean, if if the Seahawks wanted to make a move to bring in a third down back, they're probably going to have to expose uh, one of the safeties or maybe a corner that they don't want to. Oh, I do want to give a shout-out to – I don't know if you noticed, but I noticed quite a bit. Uh, the young man that came in like the week before into the second week uh, – they brought him onto the team, uh, Nico Thorpe. I don't even know if you noticed him in the game, but he was. I have not. Was, okay, well, he was playing uh, the gunner on punt returns, and that had been the that was the best part of the whole game this weekend. Is watch how much of the the improvement on punt coverage was, and the the ending result with Tavon Austin back there, I think they had almost called fair catch on every play because if not, they got very little uh, yardage at all. So it brought back some of that speed that Ricardo Lockett had brought on uh, special teams. So Nico Thorpe was outstanding as a gunner. I think every time he was down there, either forcing a fair catch or redirecting the return into uh, into the attack or into the tacklers, so he made a big difference. If if you if people, you know, looking at details like that, I think it improved the special teams quite a bit. But we need to improve on the other side of that as well and get some return yards. I spoke about this before that once Tyler Lockett goes, that's the only problem we have. Is once Tyler goes out of the game. We don't have another natural punt catcher. You saw during the game that, that they sent Richard Sherman back there just a fair catch and catch. Um, they're not going to have him return it. So I think the team may have their eye open for a, a possible utility player that can uh, play cornerback or safety and also uh, return punts. So they may be looking to bring a guy in like that. Because uh, right now, if if Lockett can't go, it, it means we're just going to fair catch every time that we get punted to. That's that's not effective. Field position was an issue in this ga- last that's, game. So. And it was an issue, right? They kept flipping the field on us and making the Seahawks had a long field to go. Almost every drive, it was 80-plus yards because – they couldn't uh, manufacture a return at all because Richard Sherman, you know, they didn't want to risk it. So they just told him to go back there and fair catch it. So I don't blame them. So we advance the ball on it. Well, they, but, but it's a hole in the roster. 
mm-hmm. if we don't have a it backup. Is. And 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 Paul Richardson can't do it. And Paul Richardson made some bad decisions on kick returns as well. So, all right. Man, it's been a downer. <laughs> it's been a downer. Yeah, it's kind of like, well, so, it's, you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's inevitable. Sometimes it's got to happen. Sometimes it's got to happen. Well, sometimes you got to face reality, too, right? It, it, that was a stinker ass game. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, but it is what it is, and it's in the past, and yep. we got we can only yep, move forward now. That's, That's right. all we got to do. So let's go, let's go home and, and and get a win, and then two and one, and we'll look from there, and then we'll prepare for the future. Yeah, yeah I think there may be some moves made this week. Take a look at the practice report. You're going to see who doesn't practice tomorrow. That might be. Good indication, um, you know. We'll have practice report tomorrow, and then practice report Friday. So if anyone's still not practicing on Friday, that's a bad sign. Yeah, I hear you. Oh, well, and shout out to Stephen Cohen for giving me the tickets to go to the Husky game this weekend. Um, Husky's got a big game against Arizona to go 4-0, and if they win that game, week five here in Washington, or here in Seattle, could be the biggest game of the year with the Huskies facing the Stanford Cardinal for a chance to be really legitimate top five team. So if you get a chance, go out there. And I took the light rail to the game, went with Hoa. Um, gosh, it was, it was fun to, to watch college football again. Yeah, I I I have never actually watched one. I mean, I have watched a few games here and there for the, with the Huskies because so uh-huh. many of my friends went to U Dub. But um, uh-huh. have but you yeah. been to the stadium? Uh, no. Uh, maybe someday you should try. I've uh, I've heard it. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But anyways, let's let's just end the night and. Sorry, y'all, for kind of a downer show, but it is what it is. <laughs> and let's just, yeah, let's just go Mariners and go Hawks. I still believe. Let's go. All right. All right.